This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey Eagles fans, your Philadelphia Eagles are playoff bound and this is Mike K from NJ Advance Media and welcome to the No Huddle Show podcast where we discuss anything and everything Philadelphia Eagles. You can read our content on nj.com slash Eagles, bookmark that, and you can subscribe to our exclusive Eagles Insider tech service where we'll break news, give you insider observations, and provide in-depth analysis. Through Eagles Extra, you can send questions and comments directly to us, and we'll respond to your phone. With me today, as always, is my fellow Eagles beat reporter, Chris Franklin. Wow, I just said Eagles quite a bit in that intro. Today, we're going to discuss, again, the Eagles playoff push. Is Jalen Hurts the QB1 for the foreseeable future? And we'll discuss the pros and cons of sitting starters for Week 18 against the Dallas Cowboys. But before we do that, Chris, you have just come from FedEx Field. Uh, How you doing? Did it live up to the expectations? You know, I will say this. The vantage point is different. I didn't think it was all that bad. However... If I was still doing the road trip rankings, I'm probably putting that at the bottom. It wasn't that bad of a spot. I mean, granted, we didn't have the the high punts that went like sky high and lost track, but it, it's not the best facility in the league now. Chris, <laughs> How you doing, a, man? A, a railing literally <laughs> broke in front of where the press box is, and Jalen Hurts was nearly trampled. It is the worst stadium in the NFL. It might be the worst stadium in sports. Although I really don't like the Miami Marlins sta- uh, stadium. I think that see, I'm I'm used to the vet though. I, I still remember the vet and and and, and people people going into the sink when it's a bet uh, the spectrum and the vet and everything else. People are going to sink. So uh, maybe I'm just used to it by now. I don't know. <laughs> I think you're just being way too diplomatic. As always, <laughs> our boss is going to get our boss is going to send us an email. Come on, man! Uh, but we, the people of Switzerland will like to say that everything is okay, everything is fine, both sides work. <laughs> so let's get into some news here. The Eagles are playoff bound. Um, they'll either probably play the Buccaneers or the Los Angeles Rams, depending on what happens in Week Seventeen. The NFL on Sunday night moved the Week 18 season finale between the Eagles and Cowboys at Lincoln Financial Field to Saturday at 8.15. Now, the logic there, I would presume, is that 
these are two teams that draw heavy numbers ratings wise, but have very little to play for. And if they were to uh, rest their starters, Gardner Minshew is at least a marketable backup quarterback in theory. Um, Now, the Eagles are in a spot where I think if they want to rest their starters, they can. But you also have to remember they can only bring up two players from the practice squad without making a corresponding move. They are relatively healthy. Um, I doubt that Jason Kelsey gives up his starting streak. I would imagine at the very least he takes a ceremonial first snap. Um but I could see them resting guys like Jalen Hurts, Darius Slay, um, TJ Edwards, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Jordan Howard, Miles Sanders, etc. The issue becomes what type of depth are you going to have? So some guys are going to have to dress even if they don't start, which could cause an issue. But um, Chris, hate to say I told you so. But I had him at nine and eight <laughs> the entire way. The only time you I did. somewhat hedged was Las Vegas, and that because that was a brutal loss. But you know, since the flower power talk, the Eagles have blossomed into a a rose of a of a unfamiliar color. And actually, it's a familiar color because the Eagles have been in the playoffs for the last five years. Uh, the one constant there. Hold your ears, Eagles fans. Howie Roseman, who I think has had a very nice bounce back offseason after two offseasons where he struggled mightily. Um, now, this offseason doesn't make up for the previous offseasons. It's just when you look at this offseason on its own, I think Howie Roseman deserves a lot of credit. Um, I think he made a lot of very good moves. Uh, he's also set up the Eagles very well for next year. So, um, there's that. What's your take on the overall structure of this team heading in the playoffs? Are they paper tigers? Uh, did they just get lucky with a lot of really easy matchups? What What's your outlook on this team right now? Well, first off, I'll give you your flowers for calling it the way you did, you know, the, calling the nine wins. Because I had them at seven, and I really thought that it would be one of those seasons where they got better towards the end of the season and developed more, but they would struggle even more than they did early on. So hats off to you for that. When you look at overall where they're are going into the playoffs, I think they'd be a tough out. I don't, and I'm not going to say right here now that they're going to make a deep run because I don't believe they're going to make a deep run. I think they can give a issue, teams some issues. I think when you look at successful playoff teams, they're able to run the ball and they're able to make stops when they need to. And although the defense definitely did struggle in that first half, it made Taylor Heineke look like the same way that Justin Herbert did, the same way Patrick Mahomes did earlier in the season. They found a way to, when the game mattered, they found a way to stay, to basically be staunch enough. And I mean, ending with that Rodney McLeod interception. But you still have a running game. You have Jalen Hurts playing well. And not only just, I know everybody focused on myself included, focused on the legs as well, too. But he's, so you've seen the development of him as a passer. So I think you see all that stuff. This team's going to be a, t- a difficult thing. And, and I think it's very eerie that when you look at the path that, Frank Reich took in his first season where they struggled early and then they went on a playoff run. They actually won their wild card game. Could Sirianni do the same thing? I think it depends on the matchup. It's going to be very tough no matter who they play, but it's going to be interesting to see. But overall, you got to give the team credit for what they've been able to do. 
So speaking of credit, I think we really need to get into Jalen Hurts because, look, I think Howie Roseman's a polarizing guy I, I by nature. I think that Nick Sirianni was a polarizing hire. I think Jalen Hurts' position on the depth chart was polarizing. Look, this is Philadelphia. Everybody's got to have an argument. Um, and it seems like the two sides are so split. It's like everybody wants to be correct as opposed to acknowledging what this is. Now, Jalen Hurts... To me, against Washington, we're not going to get into this Washington game too much because the Eagles should have won this game and they should have won it handily. But I want to say this. Jalen Hurts looked like a legitimate franchise quarterback on Sunday. He made a lot of very smart decisions, a lot of great throws. He led them to this win. Um, I think he's looked very good since returning from the ankle injury, even when he has struggled. I think you look at this team, yes, they don't start off strong, but they finish, they close, and a win is a win is a win. Now, they can't do this against good teams, uh, but I do think there should be a lot said about Jalen Hurts, who at 23 just let a playoff push. Uh, the Eagles are in the playoffs, and he still has question marks, and that's okay. He's a young quarterback. He's 23. Now, do I think he... he is a top 15 quarterback? No, not right now. But I think he's played well enough to where you can look at this draft class and say, look, the Eagles at best are going to have picks in the uh, their first first round pick in the middle of the draft. Right now, the Dolphins pick is stationed at 14. I think it can go as high as 10. That's not going to put them in a spot to draft the top quarterback. Uh, from there, then they have two playoff area first round picks. They Jalen Hurts has done this where he's played his way out of being replaced. And I think maybe he's not the starting quarterback for 2023, but he prolongs his his audition because the Eagles don't have to pay him really until after his third year. So you're still getting him at a discounted rate, plus you can build around him. And I think Jalen Hurts is absolutely the guy for 2022, and he should be. What's your take on Jalen Hurts in general? Well, I think overall, when you just look at his whole entire body of work, I, I mean, I still look at to when he first came in as a rookie and in those last four games, and you see the type of quarterback he was. Then he was he showed flashes, but he really truly wasn't refined. Now you're starting to see under Sirianni, under Shane Steichen, under Brian Johnson, you're starting to see them play toward his strengths and look at what this offense is doing now. I mean, everybody, I mean, going into everybody was looking at the 52% completion rate. And that was the big thing that was being harped on for the whole entire off season. And when you look at where he's at now, it's not 75%, it's 65%. But I think you take that compared to what some of the other quarterbacks are that are out there. I think when you look at the dynamic that Hurts brings and his mobility, when you look at his, his mechanics have gotten a lot better from where they were beforehand, you have a quarterback here that could be, I think I'm even going beyond that. I think he could be here 23, 2023, 2024, if they continue to build around him. I think he has, and I think the biggest thing that he need to take away is you look at the leadership ability. How many times do we see quarterbacks come in with so much arm talent, the Ryan Leafs of the world, the uh, Jamarcus Russells of the world, these guys have arms and everybody wants to see the deep ball. But then when it comes to in between, in their head and, and being the leaders of these teams, you don't see it as much. You don't see guys rallying around them. You don't see guys wanting to elevate their play when they're on the field. And I think when you start to look at this Eagles offense and what they're able to do, you're seeing that with Hurts under center. 
So I think if the Eagles give him probably another wide receiver, you have the tight end already, maybe a, a, a compliment, another complimentary back if, if Jordan Howard still suffers the stingers or, or, or the injuries with Miles Sanders or anything. You have a player here that I think you can have that can be molded into a top uh, to be, be basically I'll say right now. I think, I think if he, he, he could, he could be a franchise type guy. He really could. And look, I think this defense really needs to be built up. I think they are a will linebacker, uh, a free safety and maybe a number two corner away from really, excuse me, being able to be a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I, I think they're clearly a playoff contender because they made the playoffs, but I think they are positioned so well with four picks in the first two rounds to really add some youth to this defense, add some upgrades to this defense. And then look, the offensive line has gotten a ton of experience. We talked about it last year. They were good this year, partially because Jack Driscoll, Nate Herbig, Sue Opeta, um, and others were able to get experience playing in games the previous year. And I think that that's worth acknowledging as well. Um, I think they need some wide out help, but I would go after a veteran. I think they've spent enough draft capital on wide receivers. Uh, I would look at somebody like Allen Robinson to come in and maybe play the slot, uh, kind of be that later career Anquan Bolden. Uh, that everybody was looking for uh, in Philly 10 years ago. Um, and I think, look, you, you know, their tight end group is, is solid. I think if you bring back Boston Scott, have Miles Sanders, have Jordan Howard on the cheap and draft somebody. I mean, look, this running back group, if you like it, can stick around. Um, it is interesting to see how much better or how well this team still works without Miles Sanders. Yeah, real quick as well, too, I, I I got a hypothetical for you. Being that the Eagles have all these first-round picks, if there's a guy who's franchise-tagged, say, and they work at this, hey, like Devontae Adams or Russell, somebody else, whoever's franchise-tagged, and you have these multiple first-round picks, would you still be willing to go out and try to get them? No, because I think how he's going to look at this is having two first-round picks and two second-round picks. What I think he's going to do is trade back – into the second round with one of the later two first round picks, get a first round pick for next year. So he has a fail safe in case Jalen Hurts doesn't work out in 2022. Um, Now, Devontae Adams, you're trading multiple first round picks and probably paying him $20 million a year. I don't know if that is, is a logical choice. I also think the Packers will definitely uh, franchise tag him, like you said, but I, I, I don't know. That's a really hard justification there. That said, you know, Michael Gallup tore his ACL yesterday, uh, Chris Godwin the week before. So the wide receiver class isn't what it it, it was, you know, heading into free agency. Um, Let's kind of get it. Speaking of Michael Gallup, let's talk about the Cowboys game. Now, this game has been moved to Saturday because clearly the NFL wants my wife to leave me. Um, <laughs> and block uh, other things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I'm all for them, ben- uh, not uh, for sitting a bunch of guys. Like, I think that that's logical. I think, I think giving backups some experience uh, outside of special teams is a smart call. They've had all these cornerbacks who haven't really played 
Uh, by the way, shout out to Kerry Vincent, who played 14 special teams uh, snaps yesterday. Um, but I think getting Kerry Vincent and Tay Gowan some of those uh, reps, getting Josiah Scott some more defensive reps, getting, you know, uh, Sean Bradley potentially. He obviously didn't play uh, this past Sunday because he was in a minor car accident. Hopefully his shoulder is okay. We send our, you know, thoughts out to him. Um but, you know, maybe Jacoby Stevens, you know, some defensive linemen like Teron Jackson or Cameron uh, Malvo, who I've actually been impressed by in his limited snaps in the past two games. I mean, you know, the offensive line, Jack Anderson, Brett Toth, guys like that. Um, but as you might hear my son in the other room, uh-oh, he's coming in. Yeah, he's a fan. <laughs> oh, he's got a Spider-Man webs. Brent, say Eagles Extra. I can't tell it. Eagles Extra. Yeah, I rub. <laughs> All right, Spider-Man. Can you let Daddy get back to work, though? Yeah, my Spider-Man on my here. Good call. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, what's your take on on sitting starters? Do you think? Look, they're playing. They're being asked to play three, four games in nineteen days. I, I just kind of think, you know, it, when you're, you know, the sixth seed or the seventh seed, like, doesn't matter. And also, playing for opponents typically always backfires. So, what's your thoughts on sitting starters this Saturday game? Should you and I even show up? Oh, I'm showing up. Uh, it's, but grudgingly, and before people think, oh, well, your job is so hard. Yeah, it's, it's, it, we, we still love the game, but wasn't expecting a Saturday night, especially with all the backups in and basically nothing, nothing to play for. I mean, I'm playing a lot of backups. I want to get Minshew some reps. I, I'm going to use it as a showcase game because it's going to be the nationally televised games. And although the GMs probably know what Gardner Minshew can do, I want to give him a chance to, sh- to really show. And if he, if Minshew still has aspirations to want to be a starter, if I'm Nick Sirianni, I'm going, hey, this is your chance. Play well, and who knows? Maybe the Eagles can get a second-round pick for him. I, 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 I'm doing, I'm telling them that, like, hey, you're playing for a starting spot elsewhere if you really want that. So I'm doing that way. I'm excited to see God. I want to see I want to see Tay Gowan. I, I mean, the Eagles, he's been inactive for most of these games, and the Eagles got him in the Zach Ertz trade. I want to see what this guy can do in extended reps, even though it's going to be against Cowboys backups, but I want to see that. But I think any experience these young guys can get, the dra- there's draft picks, undrafted free agents, what have you, any experience these guys get is valuable for the long term. I mean, this team, this team has been playing basically going down two rows. They've been trying to not only win, but also help with the development of these guys. And the fact that they get this extra week, this extra time now to do that, I think is important. And another thing I'm looking at with the Saturday game being Saturday, I'm wondering, I thought it would be Sunday because, you know, they've, had the Eagles play in like short rest a couple of times, but also I'm starting to wonder now when it comes to the playoffs, are they going to put them as a Saturday matchup now? So that way they would have seven days themselves. So there's so many moving parts and we'll find out for sure after uh, the Sunday, the Sunday night game, but it's, it's this, they have the Eagles have a chance to really do some, uh, to do some development with the young players. Yeah. I mean, I look, I think, some of these rookie grades that we're going to hand out after Saturday are going to be incomplete. The Marlin Tupu, Mr. T. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Jacoby Stevens, like, 
you know, give these guys their flowers. Nick Sirianni is a guy who is big on rewarding guys for the work they do behind the scenes. I'd like to see Jack Stahl get like three targets in a game beyond five yards. You know, I'd like to see Tyree Jackson finally catch a pass. Uh, you know, it'd be fun for the narratives. JJ Arcega White, <laughs> I've been waiting for the 10 catch, 90 yard, two touchdown JJ Arcega White side game. <laughs> Maybe you what have Greg Ward and, and play quarterback a couple, of, a couple of snaps. But, you know, anyway, as my nose is running, um, I better go catch it. Uh, and Brent's right here. Uh, I think. I think this is a good opportunity to uh, to really take advantage of clinching the playoffs so we can advance, and I would certainly uh, sit guys. So with that said, we're going to wrap this one up. Uh, remember, you can sign up for Eagles Extra as my kid slams the door. Uh, NJ.com slash text uh with the playoff push in full swing uh make sure you sign up for exclusive insight analysis and more remember you can also download and subscribe to the no huddle show podcast wherever you get your podcasts for chris brent and mike we'll talk to you soon